Transitioning from Fear to Enthusiasm, the Augmented Workforce. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Kathy Hackle, Futurist and Chief Metaverse Officer. Welcome, Kathy. I'm excited to be here. Well, we are happy to have you. Give us a quick summary of your professional background. Yeah, so I've been uh, working very deeply in virtual reality and augmented reality for the past six years. Uh, Worked with companies like HTC Vive as a VR evangelist. Uh, Worked with Magic Leap as well for a couple of years. And um, most recently with Amazon Web Services. And yeah, you know, it's been, it's been quite an interesting journey being, you know, being part of the AR and VR industry. You just released your new book, The Augmented Workforce, How AR, AI, and 5G Will Impact Every Dollar You Make. What have you seen in organizations that motivated you to write the book? Well, you know, what I've seen is a lot of need for education, let's say in, within the organizations for them to better understand you know, that virtual reality, augmented reality, you know, some of these converging technologies are not fads. Uh, they're actually technologies gonna, that are going to drive everything forward and that are going to change the way, you know, the way workers do their work, uh, the way companies hire workers and the way that many different industries operate. So, you know, we saw it, um, my co-author and I saw the book as an opportunity also to talk, um, you know, to have a bit of a different narrative. Right. Sometimes the narrative narrative around technology, especially AI, is about replacement of workers, and you know all the you know all the robots are going to take our jobs, that sort of thing. And while we do understand and we do know that automation will lead lead you know to job replacement, we also see technology as something that augments the worker and that is complementary to working as well. You selected six specific pillars of technology, as you call them. Name them and explain why these six are the right six on which you should concentrate. Yeah, so we, we list them all out in the book, right? So, but some of them obviously are augmented reality, artificial intelligence, 5G, blockchain, uh, IoT, um, and, you know, and cloud. And I think that it's important to start to think through how do these, how do these technologies impact our business? Because um, most, I think, most of the books out there are really about one technology, or they're a little bit broader. But what we try to do is pull, pull all of them together and make this, you know, you know, unified thread that would help people kind of really understand, you know, how does this impact, you know, specific verticals, or you know, what are some of the things that are going to be happening in the future with this augmented workforce, right? Where it's a combination of humans being augmented by technology, a combination of working alongside robots, um, and also, you know, connectivity, further connectivity, and eventually the metaverse. When new technology initiatives in organizations fail, what causes it? What do we miss? I think it's a, it's a combination of certain things, right? Um, you know, as a futurist, uh, one of the things I do is I, I spend, you know, um, a big amount of my time thinking about potential futures. What could the future be, right? Um, and there's actually parts of our brains as humans that are made to think about the future. We don't necessarily use them all the time, right? Um, so I think that the companies that have the sort of thinking where they have foresight, what's called strategic foresight, where they're thinking not only in the next quarter, but they're thinking about the next quarter century, actually allows them to have more of that foresight be future, you know, future thinking and, you know, future intelligent, like I say sometimes, and that will allow them to be better prepared. Um, So understanding these technologies, understanding the convergence, and then trying to better understand, okay, what are the, what does this mean for my industry? 
What did this, what does this mean for how I hire and I retain? Um, you know, it's all a combination. So I would say one of the biggest things is not understanding where the future is heading. How do you transform fear of technology induced change into curiosity and excitement over the possibilities? I think that's a really interesting question in the sense that it's multi-generational in some ways, right? My kids, I've got, you know, three kids all under 10. They're very excited by technology, anything technology, they run to it, you know, they're more advanced, right? Um, I think with some, some of the older generations, it's more about educating for them, understanding. Um, you know, one of the things I've talked to a lot of companies about is actually having, you know, staff across the org and in many different parts of the organization, get their hands on the technology, right? And test it out and try it out. And, you know, instead of it being a decision, let's say we want to use a Microsoft HoloLens, uh, instead of like the CEO saying, we want to use this and it being top down, allowing people throughout the org to test out the technology and get comfortable with it. And then say, yes, I would love to try to see how this could make my job better. Um, so allowing people to have that experience with the technology. And if they can't, for any reason, if a company can't do something like that, then, you know, maybe, you know, books like our book, for example, allowing people to have resources that can actually, you know, help them understand what the technologies are from a non-threatening perspective. How do we train ourselves to become aware of an impending convergence? How do we search out and find the right trends and signals? I think it's about paying attention, to be honest, that they're all around us. Um, you know, I always joke and I say that my kids are my best window into the future, to be honest. <laughs> uh, when I see the things they do and the words they use and how they engage with their friends, that is a big signal to me. So so if, if anyone listening has kids or, you know, has, you know, younger kids in their families, whether they're nephews or, or whatever, or grandchildren, spend some time with them, spend some time with them thinking, you know, asking them about how they envision the future, how are they using technology right now, um, and really just kind of, you know, really engage with them and try to understand. So I think that's that's definitely one of the ways, um, but also, you know, also really trying to, you know, stay abreast of news or, you know, reading articles that could be of interest, um, you know, really, really trying to find sources, right? that are looking at these, you know, at these different converging technologies. Um, and I'm not the only source. There's plenty of people out there. Amy Webb, for example, she's a, a good friend and she's a friend and a futurist and she does great work, but there's lots of books and lots of places out there to try to, you know, read about these technologies and educate, educate yourself. Tell us a story about a lesson learned from failure that ultimately became useful. I'll tell you an interesting story, and it's not so much about failure. It's more about technology and its impact. Um, so I'll tell you this. So one of the reasons, you know, one of the questions I get asked the most, to be honest, is how I got into, you know, immersive technology. How did I arrive at that? Um, and I usually tell people that I have to go way back. I have to go back to like 2004. Um, I had gotten my dream job at the time uh, at CNN and broadcast journalism. That's what I wanted to do. I was working there and part of my job there was to look at all the raw footage that was coming in from the war, the war in Iraq, right? So I always joke and say that I was a Facebook moderator or a YouTube moderator before there were any of those. Um, because, you know, I had to sit through some really, you know, heart-wrenching and, and horrible types of videos. And when you have that type of job, when part of your job is looking at these things, you have to, you know, you have to kind of turn the humanity dial uh, or the switch a little bit 
um, just to, you know, just to get by and be able to have a regular life and try to put that aside, you know, compart, you know, put it somewhere else. Um, so, you know, even, even after, even after I left CNN, like those things really stayed with me. Um, and for me, to be honest, it wasn't until I went to a conference about six years ago, right before I started in AR and VR and got invited to put a virtual reality headset on. So I put the headset on and I was transported into an experience uh, that was created by the guardian. It was called confinement. And in this experience, I'm put inside a solitary confinement cell, which is really small. And that's where prisoners spend 90% of their time, you know, and I started getting heart palpitations. I felt there was something, you know, I felt claustrophobic. Uh, there was something in me that was pulling at my heartstrings in a, in a really different way. And the only way I can explain it is that I felt in some way like that humanity dial got turned back on. Not that it was fully turned back off, but I felt like something happened, something clicked. And I took the headset off and I said, this is the future of storytelling and business on some level. And this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So it was, you know, it's not so much about failure, but about, you know, how technology can set you on this path that you had absolutely no idea you were heading into, but you realize that has a big, you know, it's going to have a big impact on humanity. Kathy Hackle, futurist, chief metaverse officer and author of The Augmented Workforce, How AR, AI, and 5G Will Impact Every Dollar You Make. If somebody wants to connect with you, Kathy, maybe they want to get a copy of your book. How can they do that? Yeah, they can definitely go to Amazon and look for the book there. Um, and they can also connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, Kathy Hackle in LinkedIn. And also, you know, I'm a columnist at Forbes. I write, you know, several columns, including Metaverse Weekly. So feel free to connect with me there too. All right. Thanks again. And find more of my interviews and subscribe right here, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.